This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's board meeting of the holiday company, the corporation, the business. Sorry, back mm-hmm. up. Which holiday or it's every holiday? It's a, it's the it's the corporation that makes and sells all the holidays. All the holidays. So all the new the board, ones. It's Mrs. Claus, it's Dracula, it's But it's also the pirate from Talk Like a Pirate Day. Mm-hmm. It's um the time to make the donuts guy from International Donut Day. Mm-hmm. Um who else? Oh, all your siblings are there for sibling day, which is like honestly to me. That's my favorite holiday now. I used to like, when I was a kid, I liked Christmas. Then I got kind of into Halloween just because it's so freaky. And it's when you can really get out there and like freak out your friends. Mm -hmm. But now as an adult, sibling day, man, where I just, I get on the gram and I look at everyone with like their brother who they see once a year and they're like in, you know. And they're little kids. Yes, they're they yeah, don't they're have like a, a rugby picture. shirt in a sandbox, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, yes, this is mm-hmm. actually giving me life. So we're we're thinking like, okay, it's Valentine's Day coming up, uh, and we have. I'm just sweating a lot. That's why I keep wiping my face with a towel. Because you went for a walk in very cold weather. It was, yes, yeah, it's, it's 20 degrees, but. I realized I was running late and I had gone the wrong way. And so I started running really on the way back. Mm-hmm. And um, now I can't stop sweating. But go ahead. You're at the holiday store. We're, we're at the holiday store of the corporation. <laughs> and we're thinking like, okay, we need a new one of these. Like, look at Galentine's Day. That's doing like gangbusters big business. Big numbers. And they did a whole yes. TV show about that. The cards that people buy for that. Like some of those cards make me openly weep when i'm mm-hmm. reading them just like in the middle of a walgreens or whatever just seeing what girlfriends might send to each other on galentine's day and the depth of that friendship and those relationships and it's making me in the walgreens lie down and have a cry and get swept up with a broom by one <laughs> of the employees because they <laughs> because they <laughs> think that i'm like a mess that someone spilled on the floor mm-hmm. and in a way i am one of those huge, like after hours, like rolling machine brooms that they that they push around. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, we need one of the, that's Valentine's Day is whatever the thirteenth or something. Fifteenth, there's another thing. We need one for the eighteenth, and I'm supposed to give a presentation, and I didn't think of anything ahead of time, and so I said I had to go to the bathroom. I went to the bathroom. I thought of something. I came back. And I pitched Shallow Hallentine's Day, mm-hmm. which they were really nice about. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, they should be. I mean, it's a solid idea. They were so nice. What? So what happens on Shallow Hallentine's Day? Walk me through it. On Shallow Hallentine's Day, and they were, this is where they were mostly like helping fill in with uh-huh. pitches, which I really appreciated. You watch Shallow Howl in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Just get you, it out of the way. You wake up and watch Shallow Howl. What a way to set the tone. And then for the rest of the day, you wonder, what if you, what if that is happening to you? Right. And you and don't everyone know. you see, it, you're actually perceiving their inner beauty or lack thereof. Rather than their their physical, how would you ever know? Uh, I guess using the film as a my teacher, you would know sometimes by how like gravity behaves in the world. 
but if that's all you but if that's normal for you you wouldn't know like if you if, if you've been normal for you since birth you mean to sit on one side of the seesaw and then a normal sized person sits on normal size no uh, i'm uh, sorry i'm Gwyneth in Paltrow mode yeah sits on the other side of the seesaw and you are rocketed off into space if that is something that like has always happened. If that's oh, it's always happened, how would you ever know? But then Shallow How wouldn't be happening to you. What would happen is you had been born with the mindset of Shallow How, whereas what happened to Shallow How is that I think Tony Robbins shook his hand in an elevator. Is that what happened? Oh, Dylan, go ahead. Go ahead. Please, <laughs> oh, please. Hi, this is a hi. longer intro than usual just because we weren't confident that you guys would be able to fill the whole show. <laughs> We're eating, eating, and eating. We can't. Run that's time. correct. Uh, first of all, hi, I'm, I'm Dylan. Um, I feel like Tony Robbins, actress, there elevator, podcastress, <laughs> yeah. hang on, act podcastress, friends with Brothy. Hi, I'm Brothy. Podcast also doing now writing. Mm-hmm. The podcast is called Lecture Hall. It's on Patreon. They have no machines or equipment that they do it on. Mm-hmm. It's it's sort of original in that way. And it's reflected in their subscriber base. <laughs> and in, it's and very in minimalist. the quality and in the quality of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, and in the, the conversations. Yeah. And, yeah, and we'll get friendship. back to and we'll get back to Shallow Hell. I just want to say I like I do I really relate to this friendship because as an actor, I'm not gonna be like friends with another actor. No. You know what Why I mean? Why would no. you be? I'll, true. I, we can be cool. Like I'll be cool. Like if I see you, like we, like it's fine. We can be cool. But I'm we're not like I'm not gonna be friends with you. You know what I Here's mean? Well, thing. because what for, I yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. For every I'll two go after people, you. yeah. Okay. So I'm I'll gonna go, go first, and then okay. I'll go after Sean. So it'll be me. Great, Sean, Kevin. Are you keeping Dylan. track of the order? Uh, I yeah. It's brother okay, Sean so, me. It's not that hard. It's three people. Yeah. Okay, okay Dylan. Um, so. Uh, I think between two people, there should be one SAG card. Yes. I I wanted to say that out loud. I thought it would be like an interesting addition. Um, Sean, th- do you want to take probably it from is. there? No, I'm going to take it. But honestly, what you're saying is actually cool as hell. But I, I'm in this spot where like, and I'm guilty of this a lot. Uh-huh. I'm not listening. I'm waiting for my turn to speak. Yeah, and we yeah, actually yeah. created that dynamic. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to say that for an actor to be friends with another actor, okay, yeah, you could be cool with them, but ultimately, when you both end up in the same audition, you got to activate that killer instinct, and mm-hmm. you have to be willing to rip their throat out in front of the casting director in order to get your job. So for me, it's like, because I'm not in that field, I could be fucking pumped when Hayes Man books a big role, and I go, mm-hmm. shit, I can't wait to watch that, because even though it's adjacent to what I do, yeah. As a um basically a producer, uh mm-hmm. I understand the language of what he's working on, but I don't have to be jealous because I'm not pursuing that same avenue. What I'm trying right. to get into is segment producing for funnier die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to book the trucks. I want to use the interns, maximize them. I want to hey, you know, do we need another light? Sure. Fucking, I can see can everything. Can we sell this for me? <laughs> right. Do we need these lights at all? Can we sell these? I mean, as for me, I want to be in that funnier die sketch. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I immediately thought compete. auditions when you were like, when you were like, actors can't be friends with other actors. I obviously thought of like an audition scenario, and then I realized like my entire life is an audition because like mm-hmm. these days you don't really like go to an audition and say like, here's my resume. It's like who you know. It's like you want to yeah. cast your friends. Yeah. So like well, every why... waking moment is an audition. If you just let Dylan go, because she's next. Yeah, sorry, because it was like it was my turn. Dylan didn't yeah. step on your side. She did just end up and... saying the same thing that she'd said earlier. So yeah, and maybe yeah. you sort of instinctively knew that that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, listen, I was trying to maybe save us all from a little bit of embarrassment, but uh, yeah. this is a podcast where everyone is vulnerable. So mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. that's um, no. That's I've been okay. wiping actually... sweat off my face in front of you guys the whole time, like. Right. That doesn't get more vulnerable. It's been a real producer move for you. I can definitely see a producer doing that because it's like, oh, you've organized all these lights. Now now you're sweaty. Yeah. On-camera talent probably wouldn't let you see them that way. Unless it was the what the character was going through. That's right. true. 
Talk about sweaty characters. <laughs> uh, anyone can answer. Um, um just off oh, the uh, top. Okay. So, well, okay, just, okay, everybody say, at the same Not everyone. So anyone is not everyone. <laughs> okay, well, Dylan, Dylan, say, go ahead. Go ahead. Thank you. Dylan, go ahead. <laughs> um, I was going to say Gwyneth Paltrow in Shallow Hell. Yeah, no, that's a, actually a great answer. The first thing I thought of as well. And some of Jack Black's characters. Yeah, I mean, he's not not sweaty. That's the crazy thing about Shallow Hal is like, he's also sweaty. Yeah, right. And then mm-hmm. he's coming from this place of incredible judgment. Yeah. As is George Costanza. Oh, George Costanza is sweaty. He's, I think he is a little nervous. And that that probably, you know, there's like being physically sweaty. And then there's also being emotionally sweaty, which I, I find. What does he have to be nervous up. about? What's he nervous you wouldn't about? be nervous. You're best friends with Kramer. He's yeah. opening. <laughs> he's opening the door so fast that <laughs> right. it could really hurt you. <laughs> and he could do that at any point. Mm-hmm. There's not a door you could stand by where there isn't just the looming threat of Kramer and the velocity. And the window is right there on the other side. He could so easily just like open the door so hard, smash you out the window. We saw the AC unit fall out of there. The blooper reel every season was just George getting creamed by the fucking door and sometimes getting really seriously hurt. They shut down production like every year because he he would be very badly injured. So there was a medical team on standby, but it was the whole bloopers. They weren't funny. Like it was just like Jerry says a line and then wham. And George is like, fuck, Jesus Christ. I mean, you wonder, like, why by the end of the series, George Costanza is sort of flat like a pancake. Yeah, that's right. He did just sort of gradually flatten out. Mm -hmm. And you were remembering Shallow Hal, Dylan. I don't want to, I don't want to, like, you were sharing some memories of Shallow Hal. I don't want to get away from that. I just wanted to say, like, Tony Robbins did make a cameo in the film. I think there was an elevator. And that is what gave him his powers? Yes, he, he. I don't know if he goes to a tw- the, the elevator shakes uncontrollably, and then Gwyneth Paltrow is is very fat. Wait, what if the elevator was shaking because Kramer was under it? <laughs> he was that under be- it. Yeah, he's like shaking it because he. <laughs> wants oh yeah, because like- he heard George Costanza's in the movie, so he showed up on set, and now just anytime somebody's <laughs> inside anything, he's trying to burst through in some way. That's fucked up. Wow, I never got that layer of the film. The Farrelly brothers, man. (laughs) There's always more to uncover. Those films are like giant onions to me. In Um, what way? I think that Tony... um, They make me cry. Uh, I think that Tony Robbins definitely undoes the Shallow Hal effect. Uh, I don't know if that's what gives him the power, as you put it, Hayes. Well, okay. I just want to say, like, uh, as somebody, like, I like to study, like, a good screenplay, like, Shallow Hell, and I just think that he would do that. Like, they would put the sort of similar things at the beginning and the end, like, to bookend sort of thematic. I thought he was chasing him down to be like, I need you to do that. I need you to fix what yeah. you did to me. I thought that was what was happening. Yeah. But it, here's the, where I have to be embarrassed and vulnerable again, which is what we do on this show, and admit it's been a little while since I've seen it. I think it's been almost six months, and I don't have... <laughs> I don't have every single beat of it, you know, precise in my mind right now. And it's a, this has been a really good reminder, big wake up call for me. It's time to sit down and put some time in, Mr. Shallow Hal. Well, that's what February 18th is, mm-hmm. right? Right around the corner. Do you feel weird that you said time twice in that sentence? Uh, I didn't. Okay, you shouldn't. I just this wanted is to off say the you cuff. shouldn't. You know, Hollywood Handbook is a free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. Yeah. It's no, I'm not glad. Like, where the I'm points glad. don't matter and everyone gets vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Points. I haven't seen Shallow Hell, but I have seen Kramer versus Kramer. It if shows. We talk about that. It shows. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk about it. Okay. I think Meryl Streep does a great job in it. But what else? Is well, you know, she's only she's only in a few scenes. She has about 18 minutes of screen time and she won the Oscar. So that's a so, great yeah. job to you is barely even showing up to for the movie. I mean, <laughs> there were scheduling conflicts. That's why what she did wasn't... she what did she have? To I do? honestly hate I hate this. You hate what, what aspect of it? 
I hate that. I hate that when Brody, who's supposed to be like my co-host, talks about actors who do a good job and that I have nothing to do with. and I wasn't even born yet. You notice I haven't done that to his. Mm -hmm. Well, Sean, do you like the movie Kramer versus Kramer? Um, Let's have Hayes answer first. (laughs) Um, Take it away, Hayes. Uh, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think I would have been... I think I could have contributed a lot. Yeah, it's missing a lot. You know how it was that improvised moment where Dustin Hoffman throws the wine glass against the wall as he's standing up from the table at the first kind of um, meeting with Meryl a- a- after she uh, had abandoned them? Yeah. So yeah, Hayes, yeah. Hayes, I think if he was in it, would have thrown every glass you see against no, the wall. No, like, no, no. That's is, such a memorable a moment. I'm standing there. I'm not either of those characters. I'm just like a third guy who's like, yikes. But he throws the glass and I freaking catch it. And I'm like, nah. Hey, man, this is a restaurant. These aren't yours. You want to smash a glass? You do that shit at home. <laughs> Obviously, you guys have something intense going on. Wow. Wait, so, Hayes, you would sort of like, you would sort of save the day. That rules. I just put my hand up, just like unfazed. And I'm like, nah. Where are you? Because, um, you know, they, they do have like a corner table and he uh, smashes it against. Where are you hiding during that? I have just kind of nuzzled my way in there over the course <laughs> of the scene. And I'm like getting behind his chair. And I'm like, excuse me. Excuse me. I have to check. I've got to check on this corner. This corner stinks. And I'm like smelling it. <laughs> so you're crouched down. So you're crouched down. Yeah, I'm crouched down facing the corner. <laughs> really getting my nose at it uh-huh what stinks over here do you find out what it is do i find out what it is what's more satisfying i mean this is like the 70s i think back then it would have been like the conversation the mm-hmm. end of the conversation you know where he's like tearing the walls open and stuff they left yeah. a lot of stuff ambiguous back yeah. then well they didn't have cgi so they had to mm-hmm. Right, because what stinks, yeah, it's it would have to be something. It would probably be one of the ghosts from, from Ghostbusters or something like that. So we'd you'd yeah. want to have the yeah special effects unit in. They yeah. do look like they smell really bad. The ghosts from Ghostbusters oh, are the drawn like, like they, they smell absolutely bad. stink like shit. Yeah, yeah, if someone said that, I oh. would be surprised if someone said the ghosts smell really good. Well, oh. this is another spot where Hayes could be really. I think. Bill Murray's funny in those movies. Uh, Hayes, I know, yeah. was would have loved to be in there. He's a waiter in the corner, and he goes, P, you stinky ghosts. Ugh. <laughs> you know, you know what I'll say about Dylan is that um I don't I don't think she would have been in that movie. And why? Because she's not a stinky ghost. And that's a compliment. Okay, there are other there are female there's roles. Role. There's yeah, like there's roles that could get that's gender a big compliment. Yeah, there's that there's that crazy. No, I think dog. you would be I think you would be in your own movie during that. I think you would be in Lady Bird. Do you think okay during in, instead of Ghostbusters, uh-huh. she would have been in Lady Bird instead? Uh huh. That's really nice. Yeah, yeah no, actually, it's kind of nice because I would have really done a lot for my career. I probably wouldn't be on this podcast. Well, Hayes would have been Hayes would have been at the same time in and uh, you know in Brad's status, which also took place in Sacramento. So. <laughs> So it's like we both are supporting our partners. Mm-hmm. And we're all in Sacramento. Well, Brad, Brad is at the beginning anyway. Then he's yeah, yeah. The characters in the, in, it's a movie. It's fake. Like the characters in the movie are there. Oh, right, right, right. They Sorry. probably shot like exteriors in Sacramento and then whatever, probably Los Angeles. Yeah. Do you have to shoot exteriors now or can you just Google image search it? You're asking me because I'm a producer? Uh-huh. I, you know, I... I'm old school. Yeah. I draw it. <laughs> uh-huh. FOD has a funny, has a cool way of doing this where, yeah, Sean will draw it. He'll draw a house with a family outside. He'll draw the sun. He'll draw a tree. Uh, and then people, and then the the actors hold that up kind of next to their head mm-hmm. what side right or left is there like a it depends on like which side what part of their head is ugly the image is reversed but yeah yeah it's 
I am wondering, like, you know how, uh, I'm not saying this is what's going on here, but you know how, like, a therapist will ask you to draw a house with a family to sort of indicate emotional distress in a child? Is that anything related to this? Well, uh, I, you know, obviously, I've never thought about it. I was mostly just like, we have to somehow generate an image of a house for this okay. shoot that is, you know, taking place on the corner. But then, like, of, you like, didn't Kawanga draw a mom. Yeah. Franklin, <laughs> which is like a really crazy intersection. So, and I need to make a suburban house but when i draw it uh yeah i guess i've noticed that the family is always like killing each other yeah <laughs> none of the none of them have heads <laughs> oh man uh, so are the heads like pretty like are so it they don't have look heads. like they were <laughs> they don't have them or like they're buried under what, the tree no matter like, what your follow-up question is the t- it, it's built on a foundation which cannot stand. Okay, what do the necks look like? Are the necks like nicely sewed up? Like like the head has been amputated? The necks look like spaghetti. <laughs> oh man, mm-hmm. yeah that that's <laughs> that's Sacramento. Yeah, it looks like a little spaghetti. Yeah, one one spaghetti one or... little spaghetti. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like a long noodle. In terms of pastas. Okay, Kevin. Down boy. (laughs) So let's get into the show itself, which is basically some sort of teaching seminar or something. You do lecture hall and you tried to humiliate us. It made us go on there and like Mm -hmm. tell you uh, some kind of basically like Wikipedia page or something. Yeah. And uh, gee, how would you like it if, oh, I don't know, somebody did that to you? We do it all the time. We would, we would love to. Yeah. Yeah, right. We feel really good, good about it. Good, good then do it. Good, then do it. So do okay, it. Okay, Dylan. I picked a ahead. pretty fun topic. Do you, want me to, do you want me to start? If you like it yeah. so much, then yeah, please start. Do it. Okay. Case, well, can you not yell at my friend Dylan? I'm Thank actually uh, so unlike you. I actually you better have not a yell at my friend Hayes. <laughs> I actually have a machine that actually shows me how loud I'm being, and right now I'm in the high end of the of the yellow range, which is normal and is actually good. So if you actually had a machine that could tell you what volume is, then yeah, you then you can talk to me about yelling. Well, I it doesn't go the just... other way. You can yell at Brody if you want. Sorry, continue. Yeah, but that's because I, I I mean I'm fine. I'm fine with that because I'm sort of hard of hearing. So honestly, either you guys can yell at either of us. At least something would be happening. Wow. Well, now I have to go into my topic. Having okay. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. You're well, so my excited topic to. is the Westminster. It's the Westminster Dog Show. Okay. Okay. I think that's okay. Fun. My I second favorite dog show. What's the what's first? first one? I love the rescue dogs. Oh yeah, they're not allowed in the Westminster for shit. You're not allowed to be a rescue dog. They did let they let mixed breeds come in in 2014, but they're still probably bred. Okay, so it was a an all all breed show that was hosted in New York City from 1877 to 2020 when it stopped happening. It's over now. Well, they moved it. To That's Terry a long Town, dog show. <laughs> That's a really long dog show. It's crazy how you can just do that. Like I, I said something and then you like. Wait, what is that? Yeah. How do you do that? That was crazy. Like I said, like a span of time and you reacted like it was like one show. That's so interesting. How do I do that? How do you do that? That's like fucked up. I actually never even <laughs> think about that. I'm worried that if he thinks about it, like he won't be able to. Do I won't it. be able to do like, that. It's anymore. just this kind of innate ability. And I, it's not like I do it all the time. I don't even do it every episode. So it's like I can't really afford to like think about it too much and do it less. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, protect that. Protect that about yourself. Yeah. Anyway, that dog show would take forever. Gosh, <laughs> it would take forever. That's really show. funny. <laughs> it's annual, you guys. It's just one a year. Okay. Mm. Um. So they're required. Dogs are required to be on display in their assigned locations during the entire show, except when shown in the ring, groomed for showtime, or taken outside for elimination. Take they take outside them outside and eliminate them. <laughs> wow. Uh, if you can bring the dog with me. And the dog is being taken outside to be eliminated. Yeah. <laughs> they take them outside. Wow. 
I can't draw dogs. I Yeah. So for some reason I can't get the body shape right. Yeah. It always ends up looking more like some kind of crazy giraffe. Yeah. Oh, it's just I I can help there. Way shorter neck. Well, the neck mm. ends up looking like spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, right. right. No head. No head. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So how does it look like a giraffe? I guess I was being generous to myself. It just looks like a big mess. Yeah. So I guess I was the being first kind to myself. I'm oh, sorry. No, it's it's okay. I shouldn't have tried. So like on our show, we usually like present something. Okay. Um, the first Westminster show took Good, place on it. May 8th, 1877, which is a day after my birthday, which is May 7th. Um, originally. Okay. My wife's birthday actually is May 8th. Oh, so. I could have been May 8th. I was born at 1156 PM. So. Were you really? Uh, I was. My mom bragging about the like ability to be born on a specific day. I could have been born on this date. Yeah. If you just held on. And why would you even lie about that? Everyone. Everyone is asleep. You weren't born that late at night. Bedtime is 10. People can be born at night. Okay. No, bedtime is 10. Did you come out of there asleep? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Were you asleep when you were born? That's so late. Dylan, I, I actually also was born at night, but I wasn't born last night. Mm-hmm. So I'm not exactly <laughs> buying what you're selling here. All right. All right. It was like 4 p.m. Wow. And it was it was in October. <laughs> uh, originally, the prize for winning the dog show was a pistol. Wow. Um, Wait, to, given to for the, the dog? dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a really like fancy gun that, that everybody was trying to vie for. Um, so the way that they judge dogs is that there's like a written description of each breed that some guy just writes like his dream shepherd and then they just try to match it to that, including eye shape. Sorry, when you say dream shepherd, do you mean <laughs> Jesus? The Sandman? Dax? <laughs> I'm talking Dax. <laughs> the dream shepherd. So we went with yeah. Kevin's pitch, I guess. <laughs> that was really funny. Hayes, how do you do it? This is twice now. Yeah, well, it wound up being Kevin's crazy joke that everybody wanted. This is crazy. What was your joke? He said the Sandman, like, and which is sort of the range I was walking in. That it's like someone who shepherds you. He's the dream shepherd. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go Dax, but thank you. I'd love to find something that we could do together. So Westminster held competitions in junior showmanship uh, ever since 1934. So you can be a child and show dogs. The winning dog becomes America's dog for the coming year. And this entails uh, the rain begins with a media tour. I thought I thought ballpark Franks were America's dog. <laughs> Sean, I'm just trying Sean, to do louder. like what say, say Sean, you're back. Sean, say it louder. Yeah, no, I will. I'd- Roti, again, you don't know how loud he's being. Like you, like you have no way of knowing this. You don't have a machine that I, tells you this information, but we I do. Have, I have two machines. They're my right ear and my left ear, and they're telling me that Sean's a very Sean's very quiet, like a mouse, and Hayes, you're very loud, like a lion. Your ear's a machine. Yeah, Roti was in a horrible accident. And you have your ears got replaced with. I went through some kind of assemb- machines. I went through some kind of factory assembly line because I thought wow. it would be fun. You came out with two big machines on your head. Yeah. Um. No. So the reign of being America's no, dog. No, you didn't. Yeah. Right. Oh, sorry. What do you mean? No, you didn't. You don't I'm know. Sorry. What it's like no, to be- I'm not. This is ridiculous. Sean, you don't know what it's like to be a woman of color in America right now. All of you have ears that are machines. <laughs> That's First the issue. All, don't say all I've of you. I've really misunderstood. Yeah, I, we're not supposed to do that. Like a like we're a monolith. There okay. are four of us. Well, then who's the we then? The other people like me. Okay. I think okay. Dylan was talking about the Westminster Dog Show. Okay. Please. 
Okay. Anyway, the reign of being America's dog begins with a media tour, and then the dog visits the observation deck at the Empire State Building. They take him up there. The New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, huh. we'll, we'll get into that. We'll actually get into the gender of the winner later. Uh, trust I me. I hope so. Then the New York Stock Exchange invites the winner to ring the bell. I don't know how a dog rings. The dog rings the bell. They, take him, they take him up there, and, and what happens? <laughs> he just looks down. Like, I don't know. How do what they do know they when, do? like, how do they know when it's, like, enough that they've been up there long enough? <laughs> what do they do with that prize winning pistol? <laughs> I don't well, know. the pistol doesn't. You're allowed the prize, to kill. You're it's... allowed to kill anyone you want. You're allowed to shoot <laughs> one person, whoever you want, once with the pistol. I wouldn't shoot them in the head. I wouldn't. The kill. dog? No, just anyone. Yeah. If I had to shoot someone, I wouldn't do it in the head. Okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> okay. It feels like you want a follow-up question, so uh, I don't. I don't. All right. I'm going no. to sleep now. No, you, oh, my God. She's gone. Roti went to sleep. Okay. It's because we, we touched on something that she actually really believes, which is weird. She's put a lot of thought into where she would shoot someone. I know. There's clearly someone she's thinking of, too, which is mm-hmm. really disturbing. No, I put thought into where I wouldn't shoot them, and it's head. Who is it? Who is it? Do you want to say? It? Is it Tim Kaine? It's oh. John Stamos. Yeah. I wouldn't shoot him in the head. I wouldn't. I think he should live. Mm-hmm. No one said he shouldn't. Okay, so you're going to leave. You know he's grandfathered, right? You're going <laughs> to yes. leave You're going to leave that the, the grandchild without a grandfathered? With, no, not he, without because guess what? I'm not killing him. Yeah, but he has to go through all kinds of physical therapy. No, not all kinds. Just the one. This guy literally found out that he was both a father and a grandfather on the same day. Can you imagine the trauma? What? I was just thinking now Brothy has a gun. Like he's been through it. You've got a gun and you're going to point at a guy who, first of all, his restaurant, Jimmy's, is getting its ass kicked by Bistro 6. Dion fucking Sanders is coming to town and he's going to eat at Bistro 6, which is a huge photo opportunity. He's trying to find a way to get him to come to Jimmy's. Oh, and by the way, he's babysitting his grandchild for the first time, who he just found out about today on the same day he found out about his child child. So this is a lot to deal with. So it's really so isn't it like a second chance at life that he gets shot, but not in the head? I rest my case. Okay, so. You're saying maybe it would help him if you shot him at Bistro 6. Then he's a hero. Mm-hmm. That, no. That lives. That's, he's a hero that lives. That's not right. He's definitely not a hero, but maybe then people wouldn't go to Bistro 6 so much because he, Brody's there. She's shooting people. Should we go yes. to Bistro 6 tonight? Oh, no, Brody's just, there. She's let's shooting just go everyone. to Jimmy's. She's got a bro- pistol. <laughs> yeah. Because Brody's not allowed at Jimmy's anymore because there's a restraining order. She shot the owner at Bistro 6, <laughs> where she is still allowed. She's still there. I'm, yeah, I'm allowed at, okay, here's, I'm allowed to eat at Jimmy's, but I have to be outside. Yeah, because it's COVID. Nobody's that's, eating inside. There's no indoor dining. That's not, that's, that's not because of the Westminster dog show pistol shooting. Yeah, it's not because but, you shot anyone. Of, there's of, this whole, all this other stuff happening. Oh, then, then why do I have to eat outside? Well, because you first of all, you make a big mess. I di- I don't mean to make a mess. I always clean up after myself. No, you kind of no, you actually no. don't. First of all, you kind of just kick it around with your foot. You yeah. Go, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize this was happening. Let me clean this up. And you kick it around with your foot and then you have a big backpack on with a big sloppy towel that is even messier than what's on the ground. You go, oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. And you're just sort of like slapping it down against the pile of food that's on the ground. And there's pieces of old fish falling off the towel and all this stuff. And we're going like, please don't help. Like, stop helping. Yes. I'm trying, aren't I? 
I guess, but it feels like you know. It feels like trying, you know that I? you're leaving it worse than you found it. And it's so what this you is another too. reason you're not. So you order the whole branzino. Yeah, it's a great dish. And then you eat it with just uh, that. The towel is also your utensil for some reason. Uh, yes. Yeah, so then it's just well, like, it's so that my hands don't touch the branzino directly. But it's uh, it doesn't it, it it's so hard for you to like pick things up. And I'm being generous yeah, even in calling it not... a towel. It's really a blanket. <laughs> it's like a it's a quilt. <laughs> it's, yeah. A towel at least is like a something you would use to clean, but don't clean up with the blanket. You called it a towel. That's why and I've you know I've fallen for it here, but it's clearly a quilt. I mean, oh well, it doesn't have like it doesn't have separate things for my fingers. You, you know, it it sort of acts like a mitten, but worse. Because it doesn't, it's so, like a mitten without a thumb. Yeah, it's a mitten without and it's, a thumb. And, and let's be honest, it's huge. The quilt it's is huge, huge. and it's, you obviously put a lot of time into it, and each square is dedicated to a different <sighs> erotic Pokemon. Okay, I, you're just list, You're just describing my awesome quilt. But this yeah, is just an answer to your question, it. which is why do I have to eat outside? It's like every restaurant is like, okay, you can do that, but you have to do it outside. Okay, but okay, street cleaning is tomorrow, so you should come today, and then <laughs> they'll come and hose it all off. I, I have a question for you guys. Do you guys ever think about how hard it is for me to eat the Branzino with that quilt? No, we can't even see the erotic Pokemon. It's covered in fish heads. I don't want to eat the Branzino that way, but what other option do I have? What am I? I'm I'm not an animal. I'm not going to just like like eat directly with my hands or like put my face in it. Any other quilt? I just wish. I, I mean, on, at this point, I just wish it was a different quilt because a lot of times there's kids eating around you, and these these Pokemon mm-hmm. drawings are pretty graphic. And you've changed all of the names to like different dirty names, except for Squirtle. That one is left. <laughs> Well, that's what I started with. And then you kind of build out from there. Well, here's the thing is I actually Blastoise is also still. That's right. Well, I started with Squirtle and then I learned that he's actually one of these things called Pokemon. And so that's how, you know, I thought he was just sort of an independent um, erotic figure. Okay. Okay. But the point is, if kids see it, then, okay, great. They're learning about sexuality in a healthy way uh, I, I, I agree to disagree on that I, I like a lot of them actually look extremely unhealthy it feels as if you've gone to great lengths to give them various conditions well, that... how, how else here's the thing is that nobody knows what to look for with chlamydia <laughs> and now I have you know I'm sorry a... I brought up the quilt I'm sorry I brought up the quilt what's the dog show thing what happens yeah. next I just keep remembering this is like the lady who came in and shot John Stamos. Yeah, no, I, that's not to <laughs> not be. Not in the head. That's not to not be forgotten. No, not in the head. Hollywood handbook. Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, ready to go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready to go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here. With his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just wanna I just wanna establish. Mm-hmm. It's none of this like here's a like a pile of ingredients. Like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons? And what are some of them? It's one big add-on, okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise y- is the y- meal y- makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay a fueled lot of these, up and feeling I know, good give you a ton of energy. This they have wrong. like smoothies and things this like that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? 
It's you and your bed. The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get 50% off. That's code theboys50 at factormeals.com slash theboys50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off. And Harry's agrees. So what we want to talk about today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. We we always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, Clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new... Noted. Mascot, I don't know. Note taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. What we want to talk about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you we're in okay recently uh, that's the prompt and that'll take us into discussing the product particularly funny, the product funny is. to me or funny to just anyone i i mean do you you feel like there's a difference there like you yeah i mean i've had things happen to me that i suppose you would find funny okay but that you didn't find funny and and well, you have no, things, not really and you have things that have happened that you would find funny but the rest of the world would not yeah I guess I'm interested in that one that I would find funny yes but that others would not find funny you seem to think that you have like a specific taste when it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not I ordered a, um like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night. Like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they they accidentally sent me two. Okay. So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous, but mm-hmm. but you but you do. <laughs> I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make scent be- bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Exceptional BOGO, products. baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a BOGO as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but that's uh, deals what that are No, uh, but I, Clean Harry, punk. Harry's two bottles, buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find funny? Yes, uh, yes, sure, but that you didn't. Yeah. So you're attuned to to this stuff. I got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat, and it somehow turned on. And you know that that was was something other people would find funny based on the responses you you were getting. A lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over <laughs> what happened was i was holding my laundry basket with both hands and i saw ooh, still a sock left in the dryer mm-hmm. so i stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies i wear sandals punk and as i'm picking it up i just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between there's like slats in there and stuck inside there and then i don't know who somebody pushed the button or what but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and i'm flying in circles help punk help me you punks are your clothes staying in the basket are you going fast no 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 i'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle 
Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey guys, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're yes. the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was... About 19 dresses into receiving yeah. each one of the 27 dresses mm -hmm. from the movie 27 Dresses yeah. before I found out how much it was costing yes. that they intended to send me, by the way, you'll this will shock you, 54 dresses if I did not cancel. And- I you know you I go, think oh, also well, that got an buy, end point at buy least. like dress 14, 15, I think it starts to become clear. Like these aren't the dresses. Oh no, they were not from the movie. They didn't resemble anything from the no. movie. They were not, they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear. Yeah, and one of them was a dressing. Yeah. One of them was a, was it a, was a what, vinaigrette. Was a it was a raspberry vinaigrette. It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the the dresses well yeah i mean you're talking about hollywood memorabilia you're talking about like ornate gowns you know yes. in some cases and so that was uh yeah that was costing me a lot a lot a lot a stop lot. wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys that's rocketmoney.com slash the boys rocketmoney.com slash the boys Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. So look, only seven dogs <laughs> won more than once, but there's one three-time champion, and it's a dog whose name is Warren. 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 He was early 1900s dog. Hey, what if his last name Warren. is Peace? What if his last name is Peace? Oh, like Warren Peace? Warren yeah. Peace. Warren That's cool. Peace. That's like a Hay style joke. What if his first name is Elizabeth? <laughs> so Elizabeth Peace? <laughs> Wait, do you mean instead? Yeah, instead of Warren. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, Elizabeth Warren. Okay, but that would mean okay. <laughs> that would mean what? Or do well, we not assume that Warren all dogs would also are called by their middle name? name? That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Only three times that the dog won again, huh? Yeah, no. That's and that's the most any dogs ever won. Warren. The dog will come back and be like, "This dog sucks now." Yeah, no, they'll come back and they'll be like, we're on to other things. Yeah, we've actually moved on to other stuff now. Oh, shit. Uh, Warren. Uh, holy shit, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you, oh, you came. You're back. Fuck, dude. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. No, I think we have a spot for you. Um, hang on, hang on real quick. Hey, move, move, the, move the trash can. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. There's a platform right over here. No, 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 no. No, we were, we were, we were expecting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah, Warren, get in here. Warren, Warren's here, everybody. He came. Isn't that cool and good? Yeah, no, he's back again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck he's doing here. He looks like shit. Yeah, Warren, no. Give us a, give us just a second. Yeah, I'm so sorry this is happening. Yeah. Hey, it's when when <laughs> Sean when Sean does acting like this, do you feel yeah. threatened? No, he's giving me line readings. Oh. This is now for me to do. <laughs> oh, can yeah. you perform it now? Yeah, sure. 
Warren? What? <laughs> what the hell? Warren's. Why is Warren's here? You need to move the light. Move that light. This is me producing. So I, you know, it's like <laughs> I make it really intense. I, I think mm-hmm. back to like stuff that happened to me personally. Yeah, I combine that with Sean's line reading. Sean's not an actor. He's not saying like this is how to do it. He's like this is the ballpark of what I'm looking yes. for. And then I'm as just an giving actor, you, you a interpret. Yes. Just a yeah. vibe for it, you know? I, I'm really, if anything, maybe like a dialect coach. Yeah. Right. Mm. Okay, so so Warren Warren's okay, a, so Warren, like, absolutely kicking ass. Yeah, he fucking destroyed three years. Um, Warren is crushed zone 5000, absolute <laughs> unit. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's, you know, he's been dead for like 130 years. Um, so the two oh. of the most popular dog breeds in the United States have never won Best in Show because they fucking suck. The Labrador Retriever and the Golden Retriever. Because like I feel like both of them are like lumpy and stupid. Like they're not going to win like Best in Show. They don't suck. Um, lumpy. Anyway, that's just like, yeah. Stupid. That's its, <laughs> that's its toes. <laughs> no, it has like a big, it has like a it big is. like lump on its head where it points around. It seems to like smell. That's as, that's its nose part. That's not a yeah. lump. That's like a thing about labs that yes. are like kind of ugly. The oldest winner was a 10-year-old dog named Stump in 2009. Stump. <laughs> Stump. Stump. <laughs> he pulled through uh, late in life, which wow. is, it's like never too late. Like I know like Orson Welles wrote Citizen Kane when he was 20 and 25, but like Stump yeah. won when he was 10. I've been saying this, and this is for podcasting too. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking when I'm like 59, 60 years old, uh-huh. that's when it's really going to hit. Like this whole podcasting thing, people are going to be like, yes, now you're the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, When is that? 10 years ago? I'm just kidding. <laughs> when is what? Um, Never mind. No, I got it. I got 2009? it. 2009? Yeah. I mean, roughly. Can I tell you a joke I made about a Labrador retriever and you can tell me if it was offensive? Okay. <laughs> what were the circumstances? What's the context? The context is it was my neighbor's dog. He had a massive tumor on his head and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And he but where were you when you made the joke? It was via text message. To uh, who? La- last year to my family. <laughs> so they sent us a photo of the puppy. Kevin's family's had. really rich at this if this makes any makes that informs how you're picturing oh, yeah. this. Okay. Uh-huh. He has a sister. This is like a fancy text that you're sending Very to fancy a rich text. family. So yeah. the tumor got bigger and bigger and bigger and the, the dog died. This was like 10 years ago. And then last year, they got a puppy and the puppy was so small. And I said, oh, the puppy is smaller than the tumor on Lambo's head. And my family said, that's offensive. <laughs> well, uh, I guess... I agree that it's offensive because you characterize it as a joke. <laughs> if it was simply a statement of fact, which you believed to be accurate, I would say, I can't fault this guy. He's just saying what this is bigger or smaller than, yeah. which I know is something that you try to catalog and have had a lot of trouble with in the past. The dog's name is Lambo. Yeah. <laughs> so was, this is also was. gives you a window into like, this is their neighbor. This is kind of like the class that Kevin's family is I coming from. I was just gonna, I yeah. was yeah. just gonna ask how rich they how, own how Lambeau rich Stadium. The uh, the my neighbors owned the Green Bay Packers Stadium, so they named their dog after the stadium. After a building, I guess okay. a building's a stadium. Yeah. No wait, a building's not a stadium. Only, What's a stadium? Only very, uh, almost never. How would you describe a stadium? What if I I came up to you and I was like. Hayes, can you compare? It's me again now. You're asking me again. I'm so happy. I'm never the one who's talking about this stuff. (laughs) This could have been really bad for me. I can't help who I'm talking to, right? Um, So I ask you to compare and contrast a building and a stadium. What would you say? Stadium is picture bowl of spaghetti. Uh Take the take the spaghetti out. Okay. Make the bowl huge. Uh-huh. Put a football inside. How big is the bowl? Can the bowl just fit a football or? No, it's huge. 
With Paul Bunyan spaghetti. I mean, for the sake yeah, Paul, of argument. Paul Bunyan spaghetti bowl. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's huge. Normal football. Yeah. My football. Okay. Put that in there. It's tiny. Have a guy. Uh, uh, have a bathroom. Boys' bathroom. Girls' bathroom. Um. I mean, I guess how many toilets in each bathroom? 69. Six, how many? Sean? 69. In each bathroom? Yeah. Yes? Yes. <laughs> okay. 69. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's the stadium. How okay. would you do it? I wouldn't. That's why I'm asking you. Okay. You would you would not you would not even describe what a stadium is. No, if someone came up to me, I'd say, "Hey, say no. hey ma'am." I would say no. I would say later. Did you bring later. anything to teach us or you just brought tasks for others to do? <laughs> Dylan um, did a I'm wonderful not... job. Dylan taught us about stump. I, my last my last fact was that uh how many there's been uh the gender disparity in winners um which i know let's, is something let's that do it let's get into it uh males have won best in show uh 68 times almost the right number to females who have won 35 times wow so uh wow. we have work to do the that work does not end here though. the work does not end here wow. you're correct so it sounds like boys rule and girls drool, but boys also drool no. in this, mm, in in this, this situation. Case, yeah, <laughs> <they should. laughs> oh, man. Is someone keeping track of how many that joke We have really listeners funny. that do. Yeah, we have listeners that will kind okay. of keep keep a little score of like every time I freaking pop off like this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's the Westminster Dog Show. Thank you. Thank you. She did such a wonderful job. Now, Brochi. Yeah. Um, here's something interesting that I brought to the table is I'm going to teach you guys a, a little something about the podcast Hollywood Handbook. Okay. Which has a Wikipedia page. Okay. Hollywood Handbook is a comedy podcast hosted by The Boys, which is bolded in Wikipedia, by the way. Are you allowed to do that? You can't bold things in Wikipedia. Yeah, it's bolded, but there's no link. We have a bold guy. Okay. <laughs> That's actually really helpful. Um, consists of Hayes Davenport and Sean Clemens. Um, the boys Is consists of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. Episodes generally consist of uh, the two of you offering advice, telling stories, and doing segments. All that doesn't happen at all. I know. I know. We did actually all offer a lot of advice. Mm-hmm. What was when? the advice? To, who? to you. First About of all, what? you need to b- get yourself a freaking microphone so you can hear how <laughs> loud you're being, which is in- like really inappropriate. Screaming right now. You are screaming. Uh, can I ask you something? How could I be screaming if I have no microphone? I don't know how to answer it because the question is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> the question I'm honestly with them on that. What? Dylan, no. This is why women don't win the Westminster Dog Show. Yeah, because they keep fighting with each other and <laughs> talking about each other behind their backs. The dogs are catty. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, it's like Man. it's a different I'm animal like, than a dog. It's like contagious that Hayes is giving me these like ideas for these words. So here's a, a sample list of guests that have apparently been on Hollywood Handbook um, Donald Glover, Ellie Kemper, Aubrey Plaza. Kumail Nanjiani, Nick Kroll, Pan Who Oswald. are any of these people? Who are these people? Those were all pretty early. This, this was when they were all like, we got had them on the show when they were like really doing stuff, mm. you know? Yeah. And so now there's, we've been doing the show a long time. So yes, we've sort of watched them come and go. Okay. I know Kumail. So do I. He's been on my show. The, uh, the, you guys released the first episode on October eighth, twenty thirteen, which is and this is something famously- for you all too. Now that you've been on the show, also this is something that happens. So you've seen it happen with Kumail. You are you're going to very get soon 
going to be absolutely cut to pieces. You okay. are going to get so fucking shredded and huge. And this is just like one of the side effects of appearing yeah. on the show. Okay. It happens one part at a time. It's the handbook to hotness pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. But you are wow. absolutely going to explode. And does this only happen with South Asian guests? Um, that's so interesting. I mm. have never once thought about what part of Asia my guest is from. <laughs> but you've known that all of your guests are from Asia. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, this person's from Asia for sure. But I'll never be like, oh, it's like North Asia or whatever. I just don't really like. Yeah. So apparently you guys met while writing on the Fox program, Alan Gregory, where you quickly established a friendship and established the reality show show podcast on the Earwolf Network. The podcast featured both of you alongside reality stars such as Survivor winner John Cochran or comedians like Paul F. Tompkins and Anders Holm. Humorously analyzing reality shows such as The Challenge, World's Worst Tenants, and Splash. All shows you guys made up, right? This is like no Westminster dog show for me. Like, I I, I don't yeah. really know how to engage with it. I, I already know about this stuff already. I'm already engaged by it being my entire life and like my, my whole life's work. And it's being like kind of summarized and dismissed in a way that I actually think is... It's like, being celebrated. It's very abusive. I, like, I engage, honestly, very I, it's abusive. being celebrated. Honestly, I get on the Zoom to escape from this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but let me, I'm on Dylan's Wikipedia page right now, which does talk about the podcast. And it says In 2020, Dylan created a podcast with Broji Gupta called Lecture Hall with guests including Iowa Debris and Rachel Sennett. I get that right? Yes. Okay. Let me. Click on Broti's name. What the fuck? You can't. What the fuck? Something's. <laughs> hmm. What the fuck is happening? Something wrong with my click. If I click harder, <laughs> I'm clicking as hard as I can. You're you're on the wrong wiki. I am on Wiki Feet. Maybe you just. <laughs> but I'm not on Wikipedia. Maybe you see if you can copy it and paste it into your search bar. Sometimes I can do that. <laughs> here, I'll do it over okay. here. Okay. Huh, it's not check like check Russian Wikipedia, like Wikipedia.ru. It won't copy it. It says it, two weeks later on October eighth, okay. the first episode of Hollywood Handbook was released with guest Jake Johnson. The hosts in Hollywood Handbook, the hosts play highly successful versions of themselves. That also didn't happen. <laughs> presenting the podcast as an insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names in the red carpet lined back hallways of this industry we call showbiz. This is None like this, this is like you what's really abusive it, about this is it's like it. listing all the great guests we've had and like kind of the high hopes <laughs> that we had on the beginning of the show. And now this is literally what it is. You're on the show you're describing, but the guest now is you and this is what you're doing. <laughs> And so it is making me reckon with like holding my hopes for this show in in one hand at the same time as I'm experiencing the reality mm -hmm. of what happened. <laughs> yeah, the, is this why you guys did you guys write before you got onto this Zoom with you know D Dylan has a Wikipedia page. I as you both have very kindly pointed out do not um, not uh, even close, uh, apparently. Not I don't really know. I didn't close. know they documented like kind of how close you were. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a scale of like how close you are, or like where, if they suspect that you will ultimately get one. But they're saying, yeah, and that it's, it's pretty far. Not, yeah, it's not on the horizon. It's pretty far. Is this why you stopped playing highly successful versions of yourselves? Did you stop right before you joined this Zoom? It got less funny, less funny to pretend to be successful when we started fucking lapping everyone in the industry with all of our <laughs> insane achievements. <laughs> it became mean to joke about like being rich and killing it and doing all this. When we were insane. significantly yeah. more successful than all of our guests, it just became like, okay, this is like now it's yeah. punching down when we do this. Yeah. That was probably episode three or four. It's like Kumail right now uh, joking about being strong and ripped. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine. And look, I'm laughing. I'm afraid he's absolutely going to pulverize me. Is he yeah. like really strong? Because I just like I'm kind of focused on like his comedy and like his screenplay, and that was nominated for an Oscar. Like you know what I mean? Like so I don't really notice like what his body looks like or anything. Is he strong? Are you focused on that? Yeah. Are, so you, I just said. are you focused on that? All right. <laughs> yeah. Go to Have IMDb. You seen the big check sick? It's go so to wonderful. IMDb. Pull up your computer. Go to IMDb. Check the special. Check the special thanks on the IMDb for the <laughs> for Oscar nominated film. film that you are apparently focused on. I can't because my phone's in airplane mode because of your podcast. Mine okay. is too. But you were just reading from the Wikipedia page for Hollywood Handbook. That was I broken. guess you had it oh, yeah, preloaded. Yeah. Oh, this is all from memory. <laughs> this is just, I mean, I've been a big fan for a while. So this is just information that I'm synthesizing. Well, the reception section. I'm getting of, charged up. Yeah. <laughs> the reception. <laughs> the reception of your podcast. And again, this is all coming from my head, not from the internet, is that you guys have received an iHeartRadio Podcast Award nomination for wow. Boom. Bow. They added that fast. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has gotten really long. I am sort of, are we, are, 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 are you done? with your part your little yeah joke on us i, I can laugh about it you know I, i've actually got a cool sense of humor i don't mind getting getting teased a little bit on my own show i uh, no, it's fine you know you wanted to come and give us the business and honestly i'm laughing about it i think it's funny i get it this is actually the kind of shit i would do i respect respect no, that's dope. That's dope. I, I, I think it's cool. Honestly, doggy, I, I think it's fresh. I, I'm okay with it. No, I can laugh, even though you, um, you know, you came on our show and we we're kind of trying to help you promote your own stuff. And it's like, we're you're like, you know, using it, um, to kind of like, kind of come in pointing your Westminster dog show pistol at us and kind of shooting us with that. But, um, uh, you thank know, you. Like Was that so hard to say? But I, I, I think it's really funny. And, and so, uh, thanks and thanks for giving me the opportunity to laugh at myself and not, not take myself so seriously on this show. <laughs> Do you end the lecture hall by saying class dismissed? No, but we should. Um, we just say, should, should we turn it off? And then yeah. someone else goes, yeah. <laughs> but turn what off? You the, don't record the... anything. And her ears, apparently. We record the Zoom. Their computers? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, just we... turn your computers yeah. off? Yeah, we turn off the computers and then we go to bed. Should we turn yeah. oh, how the do computer you, off? How do you guys do it? How do you guys end your show? You don't go to sleep after? What's your... Um, you're going to find out about one second. Just sit tight because you're about to find out. You'll see exactly how we end our show. What's your, what's your Patreon called? It's called Lecture Hall. And people have the opportunity to pay $50 a month for it if they want to, correct? Yeah. yeah, and a couple a couple freaks do. Also, there's another lecture hall podcast on iTunes that's some guys in some sort of college and they talk about sports. That's not us. That's not us. You're not you're like you're not in college at all. No, no. not at all. Yeah. God, we couldn't be further from it. Bye. This week on the Patreon, the boys improve their ad reads, Carl and Hassan discuss parking tickets, and the flagrant ones are talking all things basketball. Listen to episodes five days a week at patreon.com slash the flagrant ones. Plus, there's new Hollywood Handbook shirts out today. Check out the new merch at tpublic.com slash user slash the flagrant ones. Hollywood Handbook. That was a HeadGum Podcast.